Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing Cult Divinity Lost role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is The Black Madonna. It is available from Helmgas. I am the Game Master, and this is Episode 9. The recap will be given by Josh Harwood as his character, Dieter Weber. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Josh? Codename, Lazarus. AC. I made contact. The, uh, the woman. But there was trouble. People you may know. I do not know. I met up with some like-minded individuals. But uh, we were seemingly poisoned. I think we will be fine. We have found a way through investigation. Several investigations were put in. Uh, for what I gather, several assassination attempts. I did try to protect everyone, but uh, I don't think I'm as uh, young as I once was. Anyway, Mission objective, we are to uh, sneak into a, a fortress, a fortress. Uh, reminds me of the old days. I think we will do it. We have to uh, use different means. We have figured out we, we must make circles around the building. You recall what I uh, mentioned in our last correspondence. Uh, but some of us must enter the building and uh, keep them within the circle, the targets. We shall uh, see what occurs. I am worried that if we do not cure ourselves of this illness, uh, you may not hear from me again. I fear we may get into a rougher conundrums, but... Some people have been lost. Some, a member of our party was brutally murdered. Hopefully, um, you've, you'll have picked up on the new code I'm using. Um, if not, I find attached in the old code is the code breaker. Hopefully you can work this out, my friend. Um, if you do not hear from me again, I never report it. It's been a pleasure. Hopefully we will meet again like the old days and you keep safe. Um, AV, sign off. All right. You've determined that you are, I believe it is the night of the new moon night that you are waiting for um, what time would you like to what time are you starting say the sun goes down at 6 30 looking at the spell again during the new moon yes is it time dependent during mm -hmm. the dream we need to keep the moon in sight is all so we can't 
The black forest is all around you, so. All right, we they're... just need to make sure that we start at a time where they're all going to be there. Do we know when this whatever meeting of the Satanists occurs? Uh, we have, we have, didn't, we did make an effort to have the place cased. Did we get? Uh... Uh, yes, and obviously uh, we do have a couple of snipers on Overwatch on footies. But I think uh, your, your friends are looking over it. Like Petra yes. and Dieter have people. Yes. Yeah, we had yes. some people monitoring the place. Yeah, Petra had people monitoring some old uh, friends of mine, uh, Overwatch. So. so it's a question of, you know, if we've got uh, a history of when we could expect the cabal to be together. Imagine the long procession of black cars and people getting out wearing robes and masks are going to be a good giveaway. Yes. <laughs> That's a sound point. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be nearby at dusk. Uh, and maybe one of your people can give a signal when the party's begun. And maybe we wait some time, let them get situated, and then you know, act, make sure that they're all where we want them to be. Yeah. I don't know how long to... this event's supposed to go on for, though, do we? No, but ceremonies, you know, with a group of people, they tend to be... Tend to go on. If not prolonged, at least substantial. Consider that you have to create the circle around the entire building three times at a distance and then that might take a while especially since you're going to be going sort of through climbing through the woods mm. to do it this is for our interpretation of the spell it says complete the circle thrice is that each of us needs to do it three times do three of us do it once uh my impression from the text is that only those who are engaging in this ritual will be relieved of the curse. So I think the group of us has to go and recite. Do you have, um, if you want to do what would be like a cult insight? Uh... Question, maybe? No? Or, or investigate. Well, that's people. Investigate. Is there reasoning? If you want to see if you can. Yeah, I think investigate is what makes the most sense. Per perception would also be not crazy, but we're trying to interpret. So that effort. Well, just merely a 10. Okay, well, that's at least a, a partial pass. Um, since the spell is directed at destroying the, the sorcerers, it's likely that once the sorcerers are destroyed, the spell is broken. So I, I'm recalling a conversation that we had about where 
Diedrich, John, and myself were going to do the ritual part of it, and Dieter and Petra were going to protect us. Yeah, that, that I is believe that was right. the plan initially. If we believe that destroying them will cure us of this, I feel like that is wise. Yeah, that's that, what's, the, know, what's the plan. Yeah, there there'll be even if only one of us actually perform the ritual. If the if they get their penance, then this will this curse will be broken because there'll be no one cursing, no one alive cursing. And as far as three times around, if one of you follows behind the other, follows behind the other, laying out the circle. It's technically, it's three circles all the way around. So that probably works just fine. Yeah, Rather than having us, to go all the way around it three Three times. of us doing it once works. That's what I guess it was. Yeah, that is, that is the logic of it. Very good. That saves us some bother and risk of uh, discovery. All right. Did we get our blood sorted out? We did. We've got uh, a full liter from the good doctor. Oh, fresh um, of, of untainted blood. Untainted blood. Tested even. Um, as for collecting a bowl of our own blood each, I guess that's something we do while we're waiting to hear, you know, from. Because uh, you have to pour it out when you're making the circle. Yeah. It is only 40 paces. It's a much smaller circle. Right. That would be around the house itself. The physical. Yeah, and it only needs to be done once, as opposed to the big circle that needs to be done three times. All right. So the sun goes down. Um, uh, nothing happens for about a half an hour. You notice some servants come out. There's, there's already a limousine. There's a couple of limousines there. Um, you notice some servants come out with those, um, uh, uh, I forget what they're called. They're, they're basically brown paper bags with sand and a candle in them. And they sort of line the driveway going all the way to the, uh, to the gate uh, and light them. So they're very, you know, they're kind of pretty. They're uh, illuminates the thing. I lumin luminari, I think they're called. Uh, they do that, and as they're doing that, a few cars start to pull up, limousines. Um, it's getting dark. It's probably about 8 o'clock at this point. Uh, people start to arrive. Uh, quite a few cars uh, start to pull in and, uh, and park, and people get out. And as people get out, a few of them are in their regular clothes for a moment and they'll go over and they'll grab their robes and they'll put their robes on and they're very much like like in like in classical movies of you know devil worshipers they've got the, the cowls and they've got masks and they've uh, got you know crosses or not uh, upside down crosses uh, so there's quite a bit of hubbub going on uh, with people walking around and servants coming out and greeting people and bringing them inside, uh, you think you've got pretty good cover. There are some guards, but the guards are just more or less looking about and making sure everything is in order. Are they stationary so, or are they moving around? Pretty, pretty much stationary, okay. yeah. 
you know, just making sure the police don't show up, I guess, or something like that. Okay. Oddly, too, everyone is very quiet. You don't hear laughing or conversations or anything like that. The house itself is also pretty well lit up. So it, it, if it wasn't for the fact they're all in black robes and, and the creep factor, it looks like a big party that's going on. We had talked about obtaining some robes as well. I don't know where we landed on that. Oh, we were going to get some as they we were, I think the original plan was to uh, attack a couple of them as they were and lead them away. Track I them thought, off. I I went against that plan because we didn't want to arouse suspicion. Like if people who are supposed to be there don't show up, we... I'm with golf on this one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We because we we didn't know if there would be a passcode or 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 something, so we were a little hesitant to just bump a couple of them off. Yeah. Well, as you as you observe them walking about and and going into the the house, there doesn't seem to be anybody questioning them, and since their masks are covering their faces, it's probably you know the, the guard might be able to guess who it might be, but. Well, I'm also assuming that the guests, uh, the guards are not really, um, don't have access to the ritual knowledge. Right, right. If they saw a couple of us in robes walking around the house, sprinkling blood on the ground, they might go, oh yeah. Yeah, they might. You never know what these guys do. Um, as long as we have, as long as we brought the robes, which so, yeah, we discussed. So we, we discussed bringing robes, but we were against attacking grabbing anybody to get them that way now another option you might have can might consider is this is a two-story house um it's fairly open on the top you know there's lots of windows uh you can see a light inside but you don't see people wandering around on the second floor uh, they all seem to be on the on the ground floor and perhaps on their way to the cellar Yeah, I was worried about guards on the roof, but it seems like uh, it doesn't they, seem like they're too guard guarded. Yeah, their security is more general than we're on active alert. So, do you begin the circle? Yes. Yeah. The only question, I guess, is where we where uh, Petra Petra and Dieter want to station themselves while the rest of us take perhaps, the loop perhaps uh within view of the guards you know but it, separate spaces but within view of the guards we can see if they're alerted if they start moving that kind of thing okay. and are we gonna what are we how did we kit up uh in terms of technology do we have i i think like something like a beeper would be appropriate so we could buzz each other but it wouldn't be making noise and giving anything away okay vibration those are cheap and available and, okay. and tunable to, you know, so that way you can, yeah, you can send us a, an alert if something changes. And we will assume you're all dressed in black so that you can blend in. So the only difficulty that you find in making this circle is um, 
you can you can start at one end go around the back of the house through the woods and up to the front there comes a point where you're going to have to cross the driveway and where the uh candles are the candle things the luminalia mm -hmm. and then back into the shadows um but after maybe half an hour or so uh, most of the people are starting to move inside all right so you have the opportunity and there's nothing to say that we can't pause in our circle as long as we complete it wait for no witnesses and then cross them. Right. Ogiel Akeremus tu fortior malpus ad non profundior kirk. So let's call it, let's, let's see, what would I say? Avoid harm. I'm going back to my old call of Cthulhu files and telling you guys what you should roll. Mm -hmm. oh. I'd like to uh, act. I think coolness is appropriate. We're coolness. acting under pressure. Yeah, that's that's good. We're trying, acting under pressure. Trying to stay cool. Is that all of us that are doing the um, the circles? All of us in general? Yeah, that's a good question. I thought Dieter and Petra were stationing themselves to. Yes. Do we need to also be, you know, coolness or? Um, I think of because we're crossing the drive. Yeah, you're stationary in the dark. Okay. You're okay. Dieter I've brought got... some food with him. <laughs> I've Ooh. got a 16, so sure. I can cover. I've got a 13. I've got a full. John tripped over his robe. Yeah. So the the two of you skitter across the, the driveway, leaving your, your trail behind you. John starts to go across just as another car pulls in to the drive and the lights go straight on to John as ah. he's standing there. Um, how do you want to react to that, John? I'm getting out the way as quick as possible so I don't get run over. Okay. Um, I would say that uh, you move quickly into the light. The, the, the lights obviously aren't following you. Um, but you know that when you're back into the shadows, you notice that when the car parks and the people get out, um, the, the person in the front who's now putting on his robes keeps looking over like, what's that? What's that about? I wonder if I should say something, you know, to... <laughs> No, nothing to see here. Move on. <laughs> All right. So we'll say that by 1030, you have completed the one circle. I mean, the, the, the three circles around. So now it comes for the time for the, the blood. Um, you've begun to notice noise from inside. Uh, it's music, but it's weird music. And you don't know if they're having some ritual or if they're having dinner. Um, you are now also close enough to take peeks through the window and see what you can see. In fact, they are having dinner. There's a large, large table, you know, grand table with food all over it. 
and you see at the head of the table there are three men um, who you you don't you immediately recognize uh, Philippe. Uh, the other two must be Pagodin and uh, and Mahler. Um, so you begin the second uh, circle. So once again, do a uh, uh, coolness as you're going around the house. Make sure you don't attract any attention. And Petra and Dieter. Again. Nice. What'd you guys do? 10. So. John? 12. Okay. So this is a little bit easier. You've uh, combined the blood, you've made the blood circle around. Uh, you haven't attracted the attention of any guards. And Dieter and uh, Petra, it's at this time, because you're at a distance looking through sniper rifles, you can see through the windows that the people have all sort of started to get up and they've all, uh, the, the three men have uh, started to sort of lead a procession away and head for what must be the, the cellar, the basement. Uh, and the others are all following. Uh, at this point, there seems to be given a signal or word to the guards. And the guards are all en masse leaving the building and uh, positioning themselves at the perimeter of the property, almost like they don't want to be on the property when this is whatever is going on. They're not allowed to notice or see or watch. Is this going to put them in the cross paths of our group? No, you're kind of hiding behind the house at this point. Even the, the three doing the second circle, though? The, our second pass was, you know, pretty close to the house. Okay. Okay. Right, but it it you finished it before this happens. Right. Okay. Now we're waiting in the yeah we're waiting under some laurel by by some laurel bushes or something. And Dieter and Petra do a observe a situation for me perception. That is an eleven. Can't hear you, Dieter. Well, I double muted myself okay. <laughs> to make sure no one heard me. Um, one thing that you guys notice is that the one exception to the guards leaving is Alexei Viobel. Uh, um, so I see that observed situation comes with a set of questions that we can ask about the situation that, right. um, at hand. What can I use to my advantage? I think that from where you guys are and the way you're dressed, you have the opportunity to actually approach the building and slip inside without any of the guards noticing. There's only technically one guard there, and that's Alexei Biobel. Okay. Um, oh. And he seems to be just sort of lingering in the front room. You think that he's okay. probably, he gives you the impression that he's going to snaggle some of the food 
it's on the table that's left over on the table while the other's gone. The ogre on my on my on the trigger to just pull it out on him. It's gonna attract attention, Dieter. I he he, he knows he, he's not going to, but you, you can see his finger twitching, but he won't mm-hmm. because he's professional. He's not going to let a crutch. But you're you're pretty sure that otherwise the place is kind of unguarded. Well, Dietrich, remind me, what is it that we need to do at this point? We've done our circles. Now what? We need to. There's one more circle within. Ah. We need to. We need to confront them in their temple. Yeah. Which is why it would be very helpful to have armed uh, accomplices. We need to Mm -hmm. circle them another three times, uh, but in person. The good news is that since we're going to be close, it's not going to take very long to make a complete rotation. And if we're successful, then all of their acolytes are going to be very disturbed by what follows and not cause any further trouble for us. Well, your final circle has to be around the three of them. Yes, we have to confront them. We have to go find them inside. Um, At that point, just to keep discretion, I uh, give Petra a, a suppressed pistol. Just to... And this is where I will have also brought my submachine gun that I have. That I have. So... Go inside. Yeah, we need to act now before we, we lose them together. I don't know how long we're going to be doing this. And you saw which stairwell they took downstairs for through I'm your scopes. We did, Tom? Not, 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 not directly, but you know there must be something there that they, they all seem to line up behind. As oh, long I, as we don't go to the room that Andre's in, we can look for stairs down. And it's a big enough house that we look ways at the plans. Too. Right, if, and we already studied plans. If we have to take, if we have to take him out, I will take him out. Don't worry. We, we, we studied plans. I did my little vision trick um, to kind of get a sense where in the building is the great void of like just this horrible darkness. Um, so fine, go in there. Yes, I, think, I believe it's where there will be. I, I think it will be fine. Also, Pavel and Ewan are here anyway um, to take over sniper duties. So. Mm. We will have overwatch. Right. So are you going to attempt to go, the, all, this goes for all of you at this point, are you going to attempt to go in the front or the back? Which where, way was closest to where the guard was? The guard's closer to the, the front than he oh, is. Through the back. The back <laughs> Very quietly. So I have to take a moment. My ears have stopped. I've lost, lost at least one of them. Let's see if I can switch. Say something. Hello. There we go. Hello. Okay. I don't know what happened. Cheap. Dave, <clears throat> the joke is that you just start talking, but you don't make any noise. 
All right. So you come down to the house from behind. Um, it's pretty much set up as some sort of an elaborate, you know, dinner, whatever the festival is. And as you enter the house, um, you can hear the sound of chanting coming from somewhere down below. Uh, you know that Belobal is in the other part of the house and you can see the cellar door, which is kind of decorated in a fancy sort of way. Uh, and you can see that there are stairs leading down that way. Do you want to do anything before you go downstairs? In Ingolf is incredibly nervous and just wants to get this wants yeah. to get this done. I don't know what we're gonna do up here. The thought is that my thought is that if um the all the regular uh, uh, flunkies are all out of the perimeter of the property. They won't hear if the principals set up a hue and cry, but Andre will. So maybe you should take this opportunity, Dieter, to exercise that desire. If you, since you have a sound suppressing. Yeah, I have. Yep. From, from he, he, he won't hear it. He, he, the people downstairs will most likely hear the the pop. The pop but not a lot of it might they might hear it as like a are we talking about 18 people or, or 60 people uh it's probably about 20 people Depends 20 on people. How loud so uh, 20 people Dieter chanting makes... i i can't go old-fashioned leader makes a shot and john does like a well-placed cough and you know well, everyone say, just thinks it's the guard upstairs Dieter, just... Dieter did just mention yeah you can do it I could garrot him. Could just garrot him. That's true. You know he's yeah. You know he's pretty tough. So that might uh, bullets that are might easier. <laughs> bullets are yeah, bullets are a lot easier. And to be fair, suppressed. If we get a drop on him right behind him in the back, it won't have as much sound. And there are pillows and things. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's already. Or to suppress any, or we could double suppress it, I guess. <laughs> so, is that what you want to do? Uh, it's it's the only way. We've got the drop on him from what we gather. So, I guess this is a, a violence because it's engaging, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is definitely engaging. So, but an engaging combat. You're going to very quietly and stealthily, as you are very good at. Um, Master of disguise. Walk up behind him as he is uh, snacking on a piece of uh, cake. Egg or death. Guess which one he's getting. Yeah. Got twelve again. Okay. I don't have the uh, chart in front of me because <laughs> my food is where I would use it. Well, well I, I don't want to. I don't you feel that we need. Damage. To. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that we need to prolong it. I think that you've come up behind him. Um, you've put the gun almost uh, on the back of his skull and pulled the trigger. And there is a pop and a splatter. Oh, I think the last words he would have heard is whisperings of Russian in his ear. Oh, and his last words would have been, 
God, this is damn good cake. <laughs> and pop and splatter. And it doesn't make it particularly large. It sounds about like a, you know, a champagne bottle popping. And it probably wouldn't have fallen because I, I would have, not too much, because I would have probably expected him to fall. He might have hit his head on the table. But... So you start, yeah. uh, I'm going to assume then that you're going to start down towards the basement. Yeah, I think that I would like uh, Petra to go in front, and then the three of us were ritualizing, and then Dieter behind. So we have force on both ends. Yeah, that works for me. All right. So as you go down the stairs, uh, you can see that it, it definitely is a, a basement. Uh, there's a boiler. Uh, there is uh, there is a food storage area for the building, uh, and there is a door uh, that seems to be the only other door uh, leading in. It, the area is not very big that you're in, so it must be leading into a much larger area. And it's from there that you hear the uh, the chanting. In addition to the chanting, you can hear the sound of somebody, possibly more than one somebody, yelling in, in pain, um, as if they were being tortured. Uh, man's voice, woman's voice, it's hard to tell. Under torture. I am not surprised. But... Uh, does the chanting uh, ring any bells? Are we Latin? Are we Aklo? Are we? Um, yeah, you don't really recognize the language. It sounds almost like Hebrew, maybe. Mm -hmm. It's an odd sounding language, at least to you. Fair enough. Let's just, All right. let's just go. Let's just go. Yeah. Given we need to get these three in one place, do we want to have our... Um... Wetworks team kneecap them because it's going to be easier for them to, uh, or rather, more difficult for them to run away if they can't walk. Can't walk. We do need to keep them in a group to circle them. I had. I, was uh, I don't mind that doing this... that with extreme prejudice. I, I, I was under the impression that, that that the spell itself was supposed to like constrain them as we did this, but if that's not the case, then I don't necessarily know that it was. It says sure. where their power is at its greatest. I also don't care about kneecapping them. We can do that anyway, regardless. We can, we can do great. that. I am fine with that. <laughs> well, I think it might be good insurance, honestly. Okay. Okay. So how do you want to go through this door? Do you I feel like that those of us who are making the circles go in first and quickly duck off to the side and let the gun people go in behind us. Or do we want the gun people to go in first and then we sneak in behind them? And, or... Do you want to peek or do you want to barge in? Do you want to? I think, I think getting I, a visual would like, be helpful. I feel like they're occupied though. If we just yeah. ease in and just stick to the shadows and do our spell three times and just avoid being noticed in our dark clothing. How, just... how dark is the cellar antechamber that we're in and is there light around the edge of the door there's there's electrical light in the room that you're in 
And is um, there any light coming around the door? Yeah. Is it... Yeah. Okay, so there's... it might be at least as bright in there. It's not going to be like opening the theater door and it's... <sighs> right, correct. Okay. Having a look at the door, is there anything marked on the floor, the frame, etc.? So I'm thinking it's uh, their place of their greatest power. They may have warded the place. Uh, it doesn't look like there's anything. In fact, the door looks rather plain. Okay. All right. So you're going to take you're going to take a little peek first to see what you can see. Um, you have theater with a submachine gun. The things go to arise. So. You open the door, and obviously the sound of the chanting gets louder as you open the door. Um, you then realize that what you're looking into is this is like an antechamber. It's actually like a lounge. Uh, the walls are draped with, you know, like red velvet. There are couches. There are uh, tables and things like that. Um, there are a great many of uh, you think maybe all of the guests are in this room. Uh, they are standing up. They are chanting, you know, with their hands sort of like this. And what they are facing is an archway in the wall. Uh, and there is a dark room on the other side. If you glance around, you don't see the three men. You can assume they're in there uh, perhaps that's the holy place and they're the only ones that are allowed to go in there uh, these people can't see you because their hoods are you know they can really only see this and then they've got masks on so they can really only see this uh, you find that you can actually walk right into the room and nobody notices that you're there For the purposes of conversation, we can hear each other better out in the anteroom. Uh, yeah, I think we should just straight down the middle into that archway as if it's part of a ceremony. And I don't expect any of these goons to do, maybe they'll be momentarily surprised. And then we're in the smaller room where we can make the circles as promptly as possible. Dieter. And if needed, sorry, my vocals are going. Yeah. If needed, I will just add right. Petra. Yes. So, so, so Dieter, Dieter could stay at the back, crowd control with the, with the big gun, and Petra could follow right behind the three of us with the pistol. And, and... Unless you want me in the front to kind of kneecap the three of them before you guys even get, I don't. And we should all, um, you know, expect that we're going to see that they're skinning somebody in there or something. Yeah, that um, seems to be where the sound is coming from. Yeah, whatever they're doing in there is very bad. I'm pretty sure there are two or three people making that moaning, screeching noise. Yeah, I, I don't so. know if so. With, with the kneecapping plan, I don't know if we want to wait. So if if Petra goes in first with the gun and menaces them, and then we quickly start doing the circles, and then if they try to do anything, then Petra can. I mean, also, she, or just, or just, we just go in there and Petra starts shooting. And we just start doing the circles at the eight. <laughs> also, from your observation from the outside, when you were watching people arrive, none of them look armed. They look like they're in tuxedos and and dresses and things like that. So probably the people in this room are not 
or right. not heavily armed at all. Yeah, and because they're in this, you know, torture alcove, circling them is not going to take a lot of time. And that's the, you know, so they okay. might, it might be dangerous to fire a, in a small space as opposed to what's going to happen if our ritual is successful. Okay. If, I you, still, I, if you want to go in and just rush it and rush the circle, I can, we'll cover you. Okay. I think that's, I think that's the plan. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. I think okay. they'll be quite surprised to see us. So you gather up your muster and you uh, suddenly start rushing forward. You have to kind of push some of these people out of the way as you do it. And uh, their reaction when you do that is kind of like, oh, what, what, who's, what, who, who the hell, you know, like this. Um, but you've kind of knocked them back. Uh, you immediately get the feeling these are all rich people that aren't used to getting pushed around so they don't know what the hell they're doing um there becomes an immediate disruption uh to the the chanting as you shove your way forward but by then you're already all the way forward and you can see inside uh there is an altar and the altar looks like it's made out of glass uh and it's got um it's painted in such a way that most of it is clear, but there are symbols drawn all over it. Uh, the floor itself uh, looks like it has uh, copper inlays, metal inlays that make this odd sort of design. It doesn't look symmetrical. It doesn't look like anything you've ever seen. On the, on the walls, I'm describing, you're getting this all in an instant as you go in. On the walls, there are chained up a number of naked men and women uh, that have slash marks across them. So they're bleeding. And in the center of the room in front of the altar, on their hands and knees, uh, you see the three uh, sorcerers. They're, they're on their knees and they have their hands up like this. Their hands have blood on them and they seem to be in a kind of ecstatic uh, thing. They don't hear, they don't seem to hear or react to anything that's going on with the rich people. Uh, when the rich people see Dieter with his gun or and or Petra with her gun, uh, they start to panic and uh, make for the, the door to get the hell out. So they're going. Um, you are now in the room. Now, when you're in here, there's one other thing. On the far side of the altar, there is another archway. And it's pitch black inside that other archway. And you can feel a kind of cold, icy breeze coming from that direction. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see you through the illusion. Lose my... No, that's... A... <laughs> So, what do you do? Uh, I start walking down and around, going, Oh, Giel, Akaratos, Gagiel, Nekrat, Chagidiel, Incarnat. You encircle them and you do that. 
and there is a moment where all three of them stop whatever they're praying and they look up and they see you and uh when they see you they all sort of fall back to the ground looking up at you and it says by god it's them like this and they suddenly start to writhe in pain as you're standing there watching and uh they begin to scream uh we 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 didn't we we don't know why what no it can't be the the end like this and they start screaming and as you're watching them the whole room begins to shake sort of you can it's like there's a, a small earthquake that's going on you feel uh, like inside like something horrible is about to happen and as they're they look like they're writhing around on the ground in agony their their skin begins to discolor um it almost looks like bruising like they're they've been punched in the face a, a number of times it's turning blackish and um as this begins to happen it seems like the walls in the room all start to fall away uh the cracks appear in them the ceiling cracks and this reddish light starts shining in and as the whole building seems to be sort of ripped away you find yourself standing in this inferno of uh like hellfire there's fire there's mountains of fire there's lava pouring from places uh there are buildings that look like they're dilapidated and torn uh you can all do keep it together that's all <laughs> that would be an eight <laughs> 17 13 oh 18 well, 12. Oh, all you people in your fancy passing the roll. <laughs> Maybe with all these 12, what is going on? I'm not complaining. Okay. Um, oh, that's helping your hindering. Right where everything is. Okay. Uh, did anybody get over 15? Okay, uh, you're fine. You know, you're you're completely keeping it together. If you got between uh, ten and fourteen, uh, I'd say you're going to lose some stability because you're scared. One one stability. Did anybody be? Oh, uh, yeah, Morgan. I got terrible. I got an eight. Okay. The dreams. The dreams are real. The dreams are real. The strain is too much for your mind to handle. Um, I'm going to say that you. You fall down and you're sort of cowering, and you are going to lose two stability. So, everything is shaking. You seem to have been teleported to a hellscape. Uh, you don't know exactly what's going. The the, the men on the platform seem to be um, deforming. As you're watching, it's almost as if their fingers are shrinking. They're their hands are turning in on themselves. Their feet are folding up. And 
they seem to be turning themselves inside out as if something was reaching down their throat, grabbing a hold of them and slowly flipping them inside out like a glove. <coughs> and as this is happening, there's something rising up out of them. And what it looks like in each case is it looks like a naked man. Um, he's deformed, he's strange looking, uh, and there's three of them and they all look identical. And that's when you hear this bell ring off in the distance and it, it, it shakes everything. And you find that you're rooted to the spot. You can't seem to move. And off in the distance, off in the, the hellscape, there are three figures that are starting to move towards you out of the, the shadows, out of the darkness. One of them, as the light illuminates her, she looks like a little girl. Uh, only she's, she's dragging some sort of doll with her. Uh, her skin has been flayed off and her lower jaw has been removed and her tongue lolls out uh, and she's moving you think at first towards you but she's actually moving towards the three, me the three men in the circle. Following her is another one. It's a, a taller one. One that looks a bit older. She's not in the same condition, but she's also quite horrific. Um, she's got long claws and, and uh, spikes for legs, and uh, she's bare-chested. The third one looks like an old woman. She has on a kind of crown on her head, and her entire middle section is missing, except for her spine, which holds her up. Ingolf immediately it's realizes figures. it's the it's things the that... Yeah, They're that he real. saw in his dream. And as they move forward, um, they go towards the three men in the center. And the, the naked men, they step out of the circle. And these uh, creatures go forward and they grab a hold of the bodies of the sorcerers and start to drag them out into hell. Um, they're dragging them along and they get like to the edge of the, you're now sort of on a platform. They get to the edge of the platform and start to move into the shadows. And the little girl turns around and looks at you people. And she says, I'll be back for you later. they sort of fade into this is the three naked men then step forward uh, step forward towards you uh one of them towards dietrich one of them towards john and one of them towards ingolf and you're like i say you're rooted in your spot they reach out and they touch each of you in the forehead and when they do you feel an intense burning and then there's a flash and the room is back to the way that it was. 
the hellscape is gone. The three men are gone. And uh, you collapse from terror and exhaustion. Um, and you have this horrible, horrible headache in your heads. Um, there is the, the bodies of the three men uh, twisted and mangled still lie there on the floor. Um, their blood sort of seeping out all over the place. Uh, you can hear screams and yells of the people running away from the uh, temple. What do you do? Through the headache and the pain, having a look at hands and generally feeling around, do we feel any better? Blisters, boils, bugs? There doesn't seem to be any way of telling at the moment, but you don't think so. I always take that as a win. The uh, rich people are probably not going to tell the authorities that they were here, but the guards might feel a certain obligation, so we should make haste. Yes, we should get out of here as quickly as possible. Ingolf, come on. It's all right. It's, all right. it's okay. We did it. I know. But we, we, to, we, we did it. We need to hurry. I'll try and linger and be like the last one out. I want to have a look at that arch on the other side of the uh, altar and use my enhanced awareness. Okay. Looking for punishment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's 19 on the dice. So that'll be plus four, I think it was. Uh, yeah, 23. Oh. All right. You um, you approach it. This is the inner sanctuary. There, uh, the, the the sort of design refinements of the rest of the building and all that. There's nothing inside there. It's it's a black blood-stained room. Um, it, the the fact that it's so crudely constructed and dug out makes it all the more horrible. Um, there is a black aura radiating from the center of the room, and there is a pit in the floor. Uh, you can see, you haven't even stepped inside, you can see that there are piles of skulls in the corner, and you can smell the smell of old rotten meat. This, this was obviously the where the bodies and stuff go. By the way, the bodies that are on the walls um, have pretty much expired by now. But do you want to continue inside? Uh, no, I was just going to look from the doorway. Right. Um, there's one other thing, though. There is something on the floor. It looks like it looks like a similar pattern to the one that's up by this altar. Uh, it's, it's very difficult to describe. It doesn't look like a magical symbol. Uh, it's like a grid. It's angled and it's got squares and rectangles, um, almost like a blueprint, you know? 
but crudely drawn on the floor. It definitely has a correspondence to the one that's around this altar. So this altar has got the copper in the floor that's embedded. It looks almost like a blueprint. And the altar sits right on one particular rectangle. Weird. It's weird. All right. So you guys are going to make your way out of the, the place. We'll assume you I'll have contingencies to get the hell out of there as quickly as possible. Yeah. Petra, Where... what do you think about uh, putting a couple of bullets into that glass altar before we leave? Just See, to... I was thinking either that or starting a fire. So I like the way you think, Dietrich. Or both. Or both. Do both. Get rid right. of the evidence if we. Yes. I can, I can just... Right. Start yeah, pouring out no... some alcohol bottles on the first floor and I'll take care of this altar, yeah. It's a plan. Hey, you, do you want to pick a gun, Petro? Are you okay? Oh, yeah. You? you actually have the better gun for this job. Uh, I will just... So we will say that without much difficulty, you burn the place to the ground and escape into the, the distance. Where are you going to go? Safe house, probably the best place to regroup, recuperate. Okay, safe house. But she's gonna come back. The one with the doll is gonna come back for us. Ingolf, it will be okay, my friend. Yeah, that might be at the end of your natural life. It might be a metaphor. What we did was according to the ritual and the ritual was successful. Take heart in that. You're not going to, and again, we're, you know, in the hired vehicle with perhaps Petra and Dieter's friends driving. We're like, how are my boils? Boils looking pretty okay. No, the boils are still there. Oh, no. Yeah, you get back to the safe house and you give yourselves a look over and the way you feel. And um, those of you who didn't actually physically participate, you, you still feel the same. You've got the boils and the, the illness. The ones that did, did participate, yours, you've still got that too. But now you've got this awful sort of throbbing inside your head. Um, if you do a rather thorough examination of yourselves, you find that there is a lump on the back of your neck, right at the base of your skull. It wasn't there before. Feels like about the size of a walnut, deep under your skin. You have a doctor look at that. The doctor, the friend that we had made discussing this condition in the first place, maybe. Yeah, I, I'll have to. I'm. Uh, I think I'd like to keep it together again. It was my whole being was caught up in this working. I think I will too. Actually, this okay. feeling of it not working is. Yeah, it feels like a failure. So yeah. So that's a thirteen. So it's a medium success. I rolled an eight on. I rolled an eight on. I. Dieter doesn't like failure. <laughs> um. Uh, Dieter, take one. Uh, one point from uh, your uh, stability. 
Having a look at the um, things that are moving around in the um, in the boils, are any of those still moving? Because I'm hoping that it's just going to take time for these to fade. They um, they seem to, to have not changed at all. They're they're still squirming around in there, and there's something else now. Only the three of you begin to notice this. There's something on your forehead, like a, a, a pattern or a design that's appearing there. It's just, it's almost the same color as your skin, uh, but Petra and Dieter cannot see it. It's a, but Engulf and John can see mine. Yeah, it's kind of a circle with a design or a pattern inside of it, right where that thing or that person, that naked man touched your foreheads. Are our three designs identical? Yes. Do they resemble anything like the patterns on the floor of either of those two rooms? No, nothing like that. These do look like some sort of magical symbol. If I thought that suicide would get me out of this, I'd be sorely tempted. I think you'll just meet the girl with the doll a bit quicker. Yeah. Maybe under more punishing circumstance. And so, we have to do better research. Um, you are in your safe house. And you are going to lay low uh, for a bit. Uh, the next morning, of course, that was the middle of the night. So the next morning comes and you, despite your discomfort and your bad dreams, which have con continued just the same, and your, your itchy skin, and your, the smells, um, you've managed to make yourselves a little something to eat. And you turn on the telly and discover that you are all over the news that Pagodin's house was attacked last night by terrorists. And um, at least some of you, uh, they had photographs of you. And you are now wanted by the police in Berlin as, as the suspects on causing the fire and murdering a number of people whose bodies were found you know, mangled in the fire. I think we, uh, well, I think Bavaria looks nice this time of year. I think I'd been working on getting us all new identities previous to all of this. It's probably time we start using those and going underground further yeah so much for selma getting some insurance money do they have all five names they do they have photographs of um, who all five of you okay. these all look like photographs that were taken sometime in the last week or so maybe you were not as stealthy sneaking around as you thought you were 
I'm not the master of disguise. I thought I was. All right. Uh, well, you're the experts. Um, I'm but not going to. What next? Oh, indeed. Wait, who is next? This, they all, all of this, they all came from Russia. Could there be something there? Could there be more clues there? More answers? Well, the, the camp that they were at is almost certainly gone. That's true. No, yes, but the location might still be significant. Or the, the, the city, the city where they... Where they were taken from. Take us out of Germany for a while, at the very least. Well, it's going to be harder to cross the border when, when we're wanted. Unless you've got those IDs. Do I have those IDs? I mean, you've got, I get them. Okay. Yeah. Where were they before Camp Kirov? Siege of one of the major cities. They were the siege of Petrograd, yeah. Maybe it's St. Petersburg for us. Should we check on their shop to see if anything has changed if uh, well we shouldn't get out anyway because we're wanted never mind well we can assume that i mean you you guys maybe want to lay low for a few days you don't have to mm -hmm. run immediately uh petri you still have your contact i forget what his name is but he well, can contact yeah. you and say oh, i saw the news yeah, uh, yeah 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 uh can you please get together some Big yes. IDs for yes. us, Rolf. Thank you very much. So, what a fucking mess. What he helps you arrange? Um, I mean, even if you just get the hell out of Berlin, mm. you know, for a little while, yeah, yeah. somewhere to somewhere, um, pick a location that you'd like to go to. John makes a fair point. It might be difficult to cross borders if we're wanted, but just leaving the town itself is probably a lot less of a hassle. Uh, is Hamburg is on the coast, right? Hamburg might be a good idea. Sea, sea travel opens up certain possibilities. Okay. Yeah, okay. that sounds good. <clears throat> so he gets you, uh, do you want to drive in your car? Not my car, not with my plates that's registered to me, no. Right. <laughs> no, something that Rolf or one of the others can rent for. Well, maybe I have a burner car. So. You probably also had the train. True. Mm, so many witnesses, though. To see us, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll we can car. always assume that you're not going to be walking around with your face shining. You know, you're going to cover yeah. up. And Dye your hair, get a haircut, shave your beard. Dye your hair, get a haircut. Have to do. Yeah. I will teach shave. you my ways. <laughs> Everybody oh. look like a hobo real quick. So I guess then all I need to know is airplane or well airplane, how are you can get into the airport. Private um, travel, like a private car of some kind. It's not registered. Rent a car? Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking also maybe we want uh we maybe we want to consider Kiel. I uh, depends on whether we want to be on the east or west side of for water. If we want to go to Russia, we might want to stay on the eastern side. Yeah. 
So Kiel, perhaps, or Lübeck is better than Hamburg if we're not going to be escaping to England. But if we think we'd have to go to Russia to seek the root of this evil, evil. All right. I think that's wise, yeah. So we will assume then, what did you mention? Kiel? Kiel. Mm-hmm. That's an obscure little place. So, well, it's not Berlin. Um, so you drive out to Kiel and you uh, rent an apartment under a, or a hotel room under a fake name. And this is, it's been now three days since the incidents that took place. You are going up to, you've gone up to your room and you're just sort of staring there looking at each other like, what the hell are we going to do now? And there is a sound way off in the distance. It almost sounds like a bomb going off. Um, or maybe thunder, something. Now, this next part, you're going to experience it differently. So we're gonna start Petra and Dieter. You, you hear this sound coming uh, and it, it sounds, it, it reminds you kind of like, you know, the old fashioned cars that had that sort of backfire mm-hmm. um, when they drive around. So it, it sounds like something banging, but it's slowly getting closer um, to where you are. It might be nothing. It might just be something natural. But right after the, the last time it makes that noise, uh, there's a knock on the door. Got a keyhole in the door? Uh, a keyhole yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. Look you look through the keyhole and standing just outside your apartment is a Russian Orthodox priest with a full beard and a black little black hat the veil um see the man from magda's funeral do i recognize him did you were you able to see the i didn't see the illusion at her funeral no well i mean yeah i mean he kind of looks like the priest yeah yeah but not not the same priest Uh, same garb looks like a russian orthodox priest sound of him tapping his staff at the funeral there was this massive sound Oh wait, your 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 experience is gonna be different from what happens. So, um, so what do you do, Petra? Priest, it's a it's a priest. It's an Orthodox priest. I actually have my gun ready. Knocks on the door gently again. What do I do? Let me have a look, and I have. Okay, all right, go go. Yeah, Dieter looks like a regular old Orthodox priest. I have my gun against the door. Okay. And then I unlatch it and I open it slightly and then... Okay, now we're going to jump to the other three. <laughs> you other three, you hear this distant sort of explosion sound. And then you hear another one closer. And then another one closer again. And 
And this time you hear something outside that sounds almost like a freight train that's barreling in your direction. It's getting louder and louder. And you see Petra get up out of her seat and walk over to the door. And Dieter walks over there too. And the door explodes. And Petra and Dieter go flying back, landing on the couch and standing in the doorway and blasting his way sort of into the room is this monster thing. It looks like, well, it looks like a Russian Orthodox priest in exaggeration. It's like nine feet high. Um, it has claws. It's carrying a huge golden staff with a glowing light at the top of it. Its face is metallic with a huge shark-like jaw uh, with big jaw, big shark jaw teeth. And the hat seems to go up like a stovepipe with smoke and fire coming out of it. And as he blasts his way in, the walls go flying off just like they did in the uh, in the uh, the hellscape. And once again, there is this hellscape all around you. And he says, he holds his staff and he says, Did you think that you could escape me? You fools, you devil worshippers, you despicable creatures, I will send you back to the depths of hell. And you're there again. Um, Petra and Dieter seem to be sitting on the couch, oblivious to what's going on. Um, but this creature waves his hand and chains come out of the darkness and pin you to the wall. And you're there. And he's like, Did you think that I was a fool, you children of Chigidia, you devil worshippers? I just want to say anything. I think you've got it the wrong fucking way around. We killed those uh, those assholes. They were the ones attacking us. We don't worship whoever. Now is the time to pay for the evil that you have brought into the world, you foolish creatures. Now you will banish your back in the name of the, the Bukhoditsa, the, the mother of God, we will destroy you once and for all. Look at the wounds on us. We were cursed. We were we were trying to defend ourselves from a curse. He, he moves over towards you, Dietrich, and his his mouth opens and his breath comes out in steam and he leans in really close and he says, Do you think you would ever fool us again, you creatures of evil? And then he leans over and he looks at Ingolf cowering there and he comes in close and he looks at him and he's like, I think I have made a mistake. And then as he says that, everything in the room goes back to normal. And the priest is standing at the door with Petra and Dieter, um, you know, asking him who he is. And he's like, oh, forgive me. Um, I believe... Uh, I believe that I need to speak with you now. Uh, and um, the three of you can do 
Keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. <laughs> I I'm skeptical of him being Russian Orthodox, but I open the door. But uh, I I keep my gun at hand. If I was saying I got a ten. And I have thirteen. So we're both. Oh, we're all in a all in a group. You guys are suddenly you're pr- probably yelling and, and falling back like this, and Petra and Peter like I've, what. I've, going... I've put a couch cushion over my lap. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I think what? I've become very scared. <laughs> um, what? Who do? Who do you need to see, my? He he moves into the room, and when he does, the three of you. We'll call you the three. You can tell that it's still that thing, even though it's sort of projecting an illusion around itself. Um, the two of you just see an old, old priest, and he says, I need to question you about recent events. And he turns and he points, and the door slams shut with nobody touching the door. No more chains and fire. No more chains and fire. What Petra, do you want? What do you Peter. What do you want to he's, uh, he's, he's more than he seems. I could sell that now. What do you what do you yeah. want from us? You seem to you I don't need and you I don't need. I see your gun, it's not going to do you any good. And he just sort of flips his hand like that, and your gun flies over and just lands on the couch. I'm glad I didn't have my actual gun because I <laughs> <laughs> he he comes over smiling, his shark-like smile. And uh, he says, explain to me what you have done the last three days. What, what, why did you have that mark upon your forehead? Uh, we, 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 did a, we did a spell. We were cursed. We were trying to put the curse on those who cursed us. And they shriveled up and died. And these things came and took their bodies away. But these naked we, men emerged from their corpses and touched us and gave us these marks. Single, single. We met an old friend. She was in the company of evil people. I saw some of you in the church, Magda's funeral. That's right. Magda was in the company of evil men who put a curse on us. And you can see these wounds that have been growing since we met them. Now it begins to make some sense. We were trying to reverse the thing that we understood was done to us. We had this book that one of them had written, and we thought that this ritual... Forgive me. I am but a humble priest. (laughs) I will tell you what you are going to do now. Because of the problem you have both revealed and caused. A number of years ago in Leningrad, the devil himself attempted to build his citadel within the city walls. It was during the siege when the torture and the pain and the suffering were at its greatest height. He manifested himself into the world as a 
to coin another religion, an avatar. And this avatar, it split itself into three. And he was, he took up positions within the government and was planning on taking over the world, establishing his kingdom upon the earth. I was a lowly priest at the time at the cathedral in Leningrad. And during the siege, I chose to stay in the cathedral and protect it from those who were trying to destroy us, the Germans. I had a vision. The mother of God, the Bogoroditsa, you call it the Madonna, she appeared to me and she said, Shazanko, there is a great evil that is brewing in the world. You must find it and destroy it. I went looking and I found there was an orphanage run by a man called Kalenko. I managed to get into the orphanage to observe, but this creature, this man, not Kalenko, but the avatar, it realized who I was and it did me great bodily harm, broke my back. It threw me out into the snow and ice to destroy me. But the Bogorodica, the mother of God, she sustained me. And somehow I managed to, to crawl through the snow all the way back to the cathedral. I found my friend and he nursed me back to health. But what he didn't realize is while he was nursing me over three weeks, the mother of God was transforming me. She was making me into a weapon against evil, the form that you see, the form that you've seen now with your own eyes. But it is not meant for you, it is meant for evil. And I apologize for my mistake, but you have on you the mark of Chigidiel, which means that those evil things have tricked me into believing that you are the three when they have escaped. The, the three that uh, cursed us uh, did not seem to escape. Those were, those were but children. You see, when we finally made siege ourselves upon Kalenko's orphanage, the mother of God told us that we must kill all of them together, even the children. And we went inside. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot the most important part. Um, my friend's uh, niece was a... Uh, an orphan within the orphanage. And so he made pretense that he wanted to go and retrieve her. What we didn't realize was that Kalenko and his avatar had, had been torturing the children. He had destroyed their minds. He was doing all sorts of things. And when we, when we managed to get Magda back from the orphanage, the Bogorodica possessed her. Uh, purified her, took her, took her body, 
And when we went back in, the mother of God destroyed the orphanage, or rather sent it back to hell where it belonged. Uh, so much so that the entire orphanage itself vanished out of our world completely. It, it was destroyed. What we didn't know is that the three avatars managed to place themselves in some of the children, the three you think, the three Russian boys. And rather than kill all the children, we did not obey the mother of God. We rescued the children and let them live, let them go. And what we didn't realize we had done was we released. He's not gone. He's, the devil is still amongst us. Those children grew up. And you released those spirits from their bodies. Now they are back. And those three will destroy your world if they can. You must hunt them down and destroy them one by one. I can relieve some of the pain of your current curse. And there is one who might be able to help you that I know I will arrange for that. But until then, you are now part of this. You are obliged to find these things, these avatars of Chigidiel, send them back to hell. Uh, come to me. Come to me when you have the final one, because the final one will be full power. He will have all the power of Chigidiel. Come to me when you know where he is, and I, I will be at the cathedral in Leningrad when you find him. And we will once again send the Bogoroditsa to destroy him. I have a question. Well, probably one of many. I'll reach into my pocket. Where does this fit in? I have no idea. It is a, a, a Matyushka doll. Well, this thing keeps popping up and was given to us by one of the kids that you rescued. I do not know the answer, but perhaps it will come to the surface. Uh, so the sufferings that you can help us alleviate, the headache, the, the knot that boils, and he holds up his staff. And he says a prayer. And when he says it, there's a moment that it sort of glows a little bit and you feel less itchy. And he says, the other part might take some time, but you're going to have time on your hands now for a bit. The police want you. I have to go back. But I will wait for you in Leningrad at the, at the Kazan Cathedral. And he says, I apologize for frightening you. And he turns around and opens the door and he's gone swiftly. Like, like he just passes through matter itself and he's gone. 
And had... do you want to stop at that point? <laughs> That's an hour and a half. Is that a good spot? That seems like a good point. You guys yeah. can do uh, your uh... performer ablutions. Yeah. I had a few more questions for the jolly fellow. What do you know? What what questions did you have? Well, you know, uh, about Magda's funeral and the thing that called her a tasty morsel. Choice cut. Yeah. Choice yeah. cut. He probably wouldn't have answered that anyway. So Yeah, but yeah. I don't expect answers from creatures like that. Well, we performed the ritual. That's a point. Yeah, yeah. Got we confronted the wizard. That's a point. Yeah. Hey, you also yeah. did both mine because both yeah. mine apparently, according to my sheet, was keep them protected and shoot Alexi, and I did both. <laughs> Good job. Oh, I tried to investigate the doll. At least I tried to get answers out of him. I thought well, well. you asked. You did. Yeah, there wasn't a, There wasn't a You asked an authority, even. Two for me. Okay, so what are the other questions? Have we discovered anything new about the truth? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> just, just have we learned bit. anything new about our characters um the fact that the sorcerers set up a spell about jagidiel to further the plot of jagidiel and we're susceptible to falling for that so that's something new about us yeah we've been marked i've been marked by jagidiel i think we've probably challenged ourselves I would say risk so. going into yeah. that place. Yeah. Yeah. Big risk. Wow. Something that I can reveal to you that it doesn't, it doesn't, it reveals something, but it doesn't change anything in the story. And that's that those, um, the three Russians were not aware of what was inside them. Um, there were a lot of things they were doing as part of the ritual that. They didn't know why they were doing it, but it was working. Um, they had also been plagued with nightmares because as these avatars had woken up inside them, they knew that you were the ones chosen to kill them. So when they saw you at the party, they were fucking terrified. On the one hand, it could have taken longer. On the other hand, I expect they'll be suffering for a long time. Yeah, because they were bad people themselves, even when they were kids. <laughs> they were, yeah, they were little monsters, little devils, that nice lady said. Uh -huh. Literally. Appropriate choice of words, yeah. Does this, oh, so I have a question, because I'm looking at how to regain stability, because I am a very unstable person right now, because I don't think we've been able to relieve it at any point. And it says, you experience... Oh, it says closeness. I read closure. Never mind. I was thinking like, you know, we killed close. the three. I know it's not really like we killed the three people. I don't know. I don't think of a way to get and yet you didn't get any relief when you That's did true. it. So That's true. That yeah, in of itself whole, should have caused you a bit. Of... The whole the fact that we haven't really had a decent night's sleep since this began, it's hard to recover. Because I need to send a letter to Selma. Uh, if it's intercepted, they'll know what city you're in. Yeah, I was thinking, who can I send it to to send it on? 
Petra's probably got her. Petra's yeah, probably got a person. I was also thinking like I could send it to some bookseller in Dublin who would just pop, you know, some some trusted. If The question is whether Dietrich trusts anybody really. Uh, I've got eight whopping points to spend. Uh, wow. I have nine here. Yeah, I, I, I have, have seven. Nice. And it's what every five we get. It's every five. Okay. Yeah. Every five. Now we need to get new. Um, it was just the three questions. Just making sure I didn't miss any. Yeah, it's just the three. And now we okay, need right. new um, dramatic, dramatic hooks. Dramatic hooks. Well, I gave you a whole list of things to do. It's true. Um, yeah, finding any of them, I don't know where we start. Well, he said he was going to hook us up with somebody. I'm assuming that's going to be the, the lead-in to the rest of this. So, Did he even give a name? Shifty beggar. Giant, steamy priest. So do we have to go, go to... You're not sure where you have to go. Pizza, so could that be one of our hooks? So dramatic hook. out Find what out what next? the hell to do. Yeah. What, what the do hell we do, do next? Yeah. <laughs> what do we do next? But we need two uh, dramatic hooks. Where um, to start? Well, so I guess if, if, if that's if that's our general one that everybody has, find out what the hell to do. And we need individual ones. That's right. That's right. I mean, Dietrich, we could say something about like resolve. The situation with Selma, you know, I don't, because I don't know like how much further we can go with like plot related stuff if we're not quite sure yet where to go. So it could be more personal stuff like resolve stuff with Selma or recontact you Sophie know. or something, you know, like something like, like sever ties, new identities, that kind yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah, Res resolve, re uh, yeah, resolving our lives. Personal that lives, yeah. We don't have any longer. I mean, also, we all have to. I mean, we have the general, in addition to figuring out what to do next, we also have the don't go to prison. Yeah. Oh. Avoid the police. Yeah. We're all going to, like, yeah. Matt? Change your identities. What were you thinking, Matt? Um, one thing we could try and do, research the devil in all his forms. Oh, mm. that's a good one. Mm. Could I do realistically do anything, Tom? Like, are Dieter and I together? to kind of like get the police off our tail or is that not very realistic or work toward it or something I, like that? I think that they're pretty tenacious. Okay. So you can change your identities and you can hide. Right, right, right. Yeah. And you know yeah. a lot about how to do things. Yeah. How to get through the underground, how to get into another country yeah, without yeah. smuggling. You become the things that need to be smuggled. All right, are we there? Are you guys going to spend your points? Um, I spent mine, but like what ink off do you have? So it sounds like John's working on researching the devil in all of its forms. Ingolf, what are you working on for your second traumatic hook? Um, oh god, uh, second dramatic hook. Find out. I know what the hell to do. Hmm. Investigate. Uh, 
escape this priest i mean i have the ability okay. to look at places remotely right. right so and i know where this cathedral is so i should glimpse mm. the cathedral i guess okay could look, anyone look, look into the look into this look into the uh, look into the priest and the mother of god he there's something else going on here this so while while john's investigating the one side of this thing the devil side of it i can work i can look into this group that seems to be opposed to him so okay investigate the priest and the madonna i guess would john have remembered the pattern well enough to replicate it I was just rectangles and squares in the floor. It oh, looked, okay. You said it kind of like, kind of like, like a almost blueprint. a map or something like that. Yeah, blueprint, that's what it was—a blueprint. Never well, mind. I was gonna say if he could here. replicate it, maybe something to like look into. Um, mm. I'll keep an eye out for it. See if I spot it elsewhere. There you go. Trying to think what. How are you doing, Matthew? I think what Dieter and I could work on, which doesn't necessarily have to be a joint effort, but I think we might be the only two that don't have anything. Yeah, nothing. Anything I can think of as person. You know, running the the recreation of our lives is a big task because the three of us are kind of yeah. not equipped to replace our identities. <laughs> I so. The suggestion in is, oh, I'm sorry. I can make a suggestion. Yeah, um, sure, absolutely. Those three, Pagodin, Sasha, uh, Philip, they had their fingers in a lot of things. Mm. And those things might still be involved. They were part of an occult organization. They were, and obviously they were working with Chigidia they follow the thread, basically. Whatever was inside yeah. them was setting things up, too. Okay. Follow the spider's web. Yeah. Yeah, the people in that crowd that screamed and ran out, they're of interest. And Dietrich, you're right. They're rich folk that they don't want people to know what they're doing in the dark, so they don't run to the police and say, hey, that's our rich. <laughs> yeah, I know. There, yeah. But they also know who you are, so expect... they know who the police think we are, or yeah, right. Just complicated. We'd actually another thing is discover who ratted us out, because oh, how, yeah. did they how did they attribute that yeah. to us? Like we're not known to be accomplices of one another. I can, I can, I can. I've, I've sort of told you already when I realized it or not. Um, we weren't as subtle as we thought we were. The three Russians, when they saw you at the party, they immediately began to investigate you. They immediately began to send people to watch what you were doing and where you were going. Oh, because right. you they were going to murder them. They knew that you were going they to. They didn't target us them. out of spite. They targeted us out of fear. Yeah, and they've been watching us the whole time. That's I didn't understand, but right. I'm just happy I put a bullet in Alexa. I'm glad. You go. So, are we there? Yeah, and that's why they didn't. That's why they didn't kill us. Like, why did he fire and he missed? Because 
where you needed to kill them and their insane avatar brain logic. Oh, no. <laughs> Shall we finish it then? Yeah. Our players included Matthew Sanderson, David Gasway, Holly Buto, Morgan Llewellyn, and Josh Harwood, with yours truly as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the strange and terrifying world of Cult's Divinity Lost World Time Game. Until next time, good luck and good game.